0: friends
1: welcome to chit chats and cold brew this is your host nicole and kelsey we are so excited to welcome you to the first chapter of our story this has been a long time coming
0: and a dream we were just a little too scared to take a leap on but here we are
1: finally (laughs) and we're ready to share with that being said let's dive into our first chit chat so kelsey yes
0: do you want to tell them how we know each other?
1: Sure. I think that would be easiest place to start. Right. So we grew up in relatively the same area, went right. to the same school, starting in middle school, mm-hmm. and we both were on the swim team. Okay. So I did STAR, competitive swimming. Same. I clearly remember us being on the middle school swim team together. Yeah. For sure. But with Star, I really only knew your cousin on Star. Wasn't your cousin on Star? Yeah. We yeah, and I think I really only knew her. But I feel like in
0: middle school, when we were on the swim team, is like when we became
1: Oh, yeah, friends. absolutely. It was just like a time for me to not socialize, but look like I was <laughs> with a group of people. Like you were like trying to make friends, but
0: really, you I don't were even just know there. if I wanted to make friends, but I also feel like star
1: was so competitive that you like weren't allowed to have friends. I was like this chicken nugget in a bathing suit, and I used to sit <laughs> on the edge of the thing and like practice my arms around my head, and I would like tip into the water, but I would just like fall on my face. And I did that all the time over on the last lane all by myself. And I look back on it and I was like, that's strange. I think we've established that on
0: Star, we knew of each other, but we were still in such a middle school mindset that we
1: didn't really care
0: yeah. We I don't think
1: it, like, ever overlapped. Like, oh, we also go to the same school and we, yeah. we see each other in the Now, school. just looking
0: back, we both knew we were there. Yeah. And knew who each other were. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. But then in middle school is when, like, swim team in middle school was so much more fun focused. Oh, yeah. For sure. And, like, sure. team building and friendship building focused. I think that that's where we actually started growing a friendship. Yeah. I totally agree. We hung out. Quite a bit in middle school. Like, I feel like that was where we were really starting to get close.
1: Yeah, I would agree. But I feel like when we got into high school, high school, I feel like we were just the same persons. And I think this kind of defines our entire friendship. We've always done our own thing, but mm-hmm. we always come back to each other like we've always been the best of friends. Right. And we've gone through so many stages in our lives. I feel like middle school, high school, and then our adult lives has always been the same.
0: Yeah, like oh, it just all blends together because we've always just been friends. Yeah. We went through ebbs and flows of when we would hang out all of the time. Yeah. And then we wouldn't see each other. For, I don't think we saw each other for like two years. There was a, a while when I was going to Batavia, yeah. where we didn't see each other just for a really long time. We were both just in doing different places, whatever we
1: were doing. And then I went abroad, and I was in Spain, right? Yeah. But yeah. it was never purposefully, and no. it just kind of yeah and flowed I think, away and then flowed back. Yeah, and I think it's adult an adult, I reflect on the idea of like a really true friendship is someone that. You don't call every day mm-hmm. and you're still the best of friends. And you don't have to give them an excuse as to why they didn't hear from you for a week. Exactly. Like you just pick it up. And I think that's why our friendship has been so resilient through like some of the most challenging times in our lives because we could always just pick it back up and like yeah. were our confidants and we were our support systems to each other and it just has always been Yeah, that way. like, it was never a
0: question in my mind, like, why haven't you talked to me for me a few weeks? It was just like, oh, hey, we haven't hung out in a while. Do you want to go get coffee? And then it was just right. a conversation like this, just completely normal.
1: Yeah. Just catching up. It's always been that way. Yeah. When I decided to come back to Buffalo and stay in Buffalo, yeah. that was the turning point in our relationship of, like, we just had so many similar goals and so many similar passions that... It just, like, the universe literally kept us together. Right. There was something in the plan of there were bigger things for us and we wanted them. Mm -hmm. The majority of the conversations that we have, and
0: part of the reason why we're even sitting here recording this, is because we always have conversations based around what our goals are and, like, what we're trying to accomplish in our lives. And I think that that has kind of stuck us together because we help each other. We inspire each other. Every time we talk about something, I end up going home and thinking, I got to get on this or feeling super motivated to start something new or start something that I just haven't worked on that I've always wanted to.
1: Right. That's kept our friendship really close. We both enjoy pushing each other. Right. And honestly, it's the small things. Like, I think about our friendship. You're the only friend in my life that I bring a notebook to a playground to (laughs) take notes on our (laughs) dreams. Like... We just have always been so focused on like, supporting each other to really be our best self. And, like, we've gone through years where, like, we both know we weren't being our best selves, but together we were, mm-hmm. and that was the best place to be. Right.
0: We've always been talking about how to get there. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's taken a few years of us just talking about it over and over and, like, yeah. different ideas, but I think it's finally coming full circle and we've finally figured out how to put into action yeah. what we've been
1: telling each other right. this whole time. For real. It's always that thing of, like, you can give the advice, but can you take it? And we now we're taking we weren't taking, taking it. any advice. No. We were
0: dishing out all <laughs> the advice. Like, we were advice gurus. Yes. But we
1: weren't taking any of that. You know. Mm-mm. It's about time. It is. And that kind of leads me to this idea of why we even started Shit Chat and Cold Brews. Because we spent so much time just trying to give each other advice mm-hmm. and we didn't know the direction we wanted to go in. And through some, like, really deep dialogue and through some, like, really, really lofty dreaming that now we're living real life and we're manifesting daily. Right. This is the product of all of those moments, like from middle school till now has come together on this podcast. If there's somebody out there
0: that doesn't have this type of friendship we have or the type of support that we've given each other, if we could offer that through our conversations to somebody who needs it, that's
1: number one goal for me. Right. I have told this to a bunch of people who've asked why we're even doing a podcast. I want to be someone's best friend. Who needs a best friend. Exactly. And you might not know me. You might not hang out with me. But I want to be the person that you listen to and you're like, you know what? I'm good being me. And like things are good. And I can reach these goals and I can have these ambitions and nothing's really going to get in my way. Right. Mm -hmm. So I think the conversations that we've always had
0: we were in such a similar place even though there was different aspects of our life going on I think mentally we're kind of in the same place so like us speaking our advice to each other was truly us speaking our advice to ourselves and vocalizing it so and I think that has a lot to do with how my mental health and my emotional growth has happened over the last few years because I'm in a completely different place now than I was in our conversations
1: three years ago absolutely when we initially thought we were going to do this yeah I think we needed that idea of all those small moments add up to something really big. Mm -hmm. And when you're in the small moment, you don't realize what the big thing is. Mm -hmm. And I look back and I'm grateful that all those small moments have led us to this. And I hope that through our discussions and people we talk to on this podcast, that everybody else sees their small moments as leading to something so much bigger. I really do believe no matter when our friendship started it is meant to be this friendship that helped people grow right us we in general as a friend has have grown so much right one of the big things about how we know each other when we met we had someone on instagram ask us our favorite memory so i would love to hear your memory okay do you happen to remember when
0: we were playing barbies when we were 15 years old yes
1: and I had like the PT, we like the Volkswagen Beetle yeah, or something. And we yeah, had the had, pink like,
0: one. We had hardcore storylines yes, going on. Yes. Like, okay, but honestly, I feel like that's when Barbies kind of got more fun. Is when you had like teen pregnancy. Oh, I do. So yes. Like, you had like all kinds yes. of crazy stuff going on. Yeah. But we we were fifteen. Like
1: yes. we were. We were
0: because we, other people our we're age were like. That. Having their first illegal drink. If we were <laughs> sitting in your house playing with Barbie dolls. It's fine. Now that
1: you say that, I do remember yeah. that. And mm-hmm. honestly, I think that just is a reflection of how genuine we are. <laughs> so anyone out there who's questioning why 15-year-olds are playing with Barbies, just remember we're genuine. That is our yeah. truest self. Uh, yeah. whilst- I would. I would also
0: love to know who else was also playing with Barbies until they were 15 so I don't feel
1: so alone (laughs) Uh, yeah I feel like we need to have some solidarity in that because when I I hear you verbalize it out loud you know you kind of wonder like why did you do that but I am sure please please be someone out there who was in that boat with us without us even knowing I would love it please let us know please leave us a comment this is literally a plea (laughs) to tell us that you are like us (laughs) Do you have a memory? (sighs) My, one of my favorite memories, and I don't even know why, it's something that always is in my brain, was when it was like snowing and we decided to sleep over your house, and we walked to that diner.
0: Crossing,
1: crossing like the busiest road in in where in the town we live in, and we walk to this diner and you're like, oh, we love this place and I never was there before, and we we went there and it was snowing and it was like sleeting out and we thought this was like the best idea, which like anything with breakfast is always a good idea, but. I don't even know why we went there for breakfast, but we went there just, like, the two of us in high school oh. didn't have a vehicle. I'm pretty sure I didn't have an income of any sort. Yeah, I was
0: thinking, like, where do we get this money from? I don't know. Honestly,
1: everything on that menu is, like, $4, so my mom probably yeah. gave us some cash For like, real. get out of my hair. <laughs> yes. <'Cause- laughs> for real, for real. And I remember just, like, having breakfast there, and the waitress was so nice, but she oh. knew you or something, and she was like, hi! and I was like oh my god okay this is cute little diner like everyone knows everyone like very Gilmore girl ass Mm -hmm. that I got um but I think the best part about it was like when we had this brilliant idea that we were gonna walk back to your house and it was getting worse outside (laughs) and we're like crossing the busiest street and neither of us paid attention to crosswalks or lights and we're like (laughs) it will be fine just walk across and like Full circle, that is the same restaurant we went to when you told me you were having Addison. Oh, yeah. See? Small moments add up to something oh, big. I
0: love that. Yeah.
1: The memory of us going there, I don't know the importance of it, but it just always comes back to me. Really? Yeah. They're still open. We should go there. And it's like $5. So, And I mean... that's the budget I'm looking for. Oh, Yeah.
0: And okay. then I just bring my own milk and get coffee. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I would pull yes. my milk out of my purse, like yes. Side note: Nicole is vegan. They're probably <laughs> wondering why you bring your own milk. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, because I. Forgot that is that. why she doesn't just bring her own milk for giggles. I bring my own milk everywhere I go. Yeah, just... you you do. okay?
0: No, I, I don't. But here's my thought though. So silk. And probably other brands that are out there, but Silk specifically—they have almond milk juice boxes. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Keep a pack of those in your car. Mm-hmm. That way, whenever you end up at a restaurant or someone's house and they don't have almond milk or whatever, yeah. whatever you need, you have it in your car. Mm-hmm. Which was a great thought. Yeah. But then I remembered I live in Buffalo. And it's winter, 12 months out of the year. That was free. <laughs> They're going to freeze. So then what am I going to be doing? Like, dropping mil- like almond milk ice cubes into my hot coffee. Love it. So, I don't know. But that's what I've been thinking. Like, I should just start carrying. Even if I, like, leave the house knowing I'm going to be gone for the day. Yeah. Grab one and just put it in my purse. Yeah. Because those ones are, like, shelf-stable for some reason. Oh. Isn't that kind of weird? Eh. Like, isn't it weird to you that there's the whole fridge of milks? Like, almond milk, oat milk, whatever. Yeah. But then, there's, like, a dry aisle yeah. where there's all of the same milks. Like, how, what, I I'm confused think, what's going on there. I
1: used to think that was really weird, but then when I lived abroad, like, everything is shelf-stable because their refrigerators literally the size of a dorm fridge. I just
0: don't understand. Like, why are some of them in the fridge then? Like, why don't you just put them all on the shelf? Like, what is the different, what is the ingredient that I should not be consuming that's making it
1: shelf-stable? I feel like that's something we could just, like, never know and be okay. Yeah. Or do you want to know now? I kind of want to know. Okay. I kind of do. But,
0: I, you know, I usually just stick to the cold ones anyways. Okay. And then if I was to get the, the dry stock, it would just be specifically for when I'm out and about, you know. We could live that life. Doing whatever.
1: I also used to love, like, and this isn't even a memory. I think this is just ongoing. Um... Like, where we went to high school, we had to pick our senior locker, and I picked mine at, like, one end of the building, and you picked yours around (laughs) the corner at the other end of the building, and I purposely would, like, go to your locker to see you, and you'd always be, like, sitting on the floor with your friends, and then my friends were, like, Already in class because obviously. Oh my
0: gosh! Because when whenever we were in senior year, that was when I decided I was going to be like a little rebellious
1: because I was always like a perfect follow yeah. all the rules, yeah,
0: firstborn
1: kind of. Yeah, and I was still wearing like the LL Bean onesies <laughs> with a bob cut. So we were in different stages of our lives, but again, oh my gosh, still wanting to be friends. like I would
0: like sit on the floor in front of my locker until yeah. the bell rang, and then slowly walk into my class like with my coffee. Yes, but I I didn't care. You honestly... so annoying that I was like that. (laughs) Okay, but, like, we all
1: grow and At least I waited until senior year and it only lasted a few months. Right. And I just remember, like... You would wear like your tie dye, and oh, yeah, you I had, had like, like a, your slide eye. Like, yes, and I um, looked like I was wearing literally granimal like <laughs> sets, like leggings with a <laughs> matching print top. And I like own that about myself that, like,
0: no, I feel like you were always like dressed nice
1: because I say, like, they crappy. literally went together. You purchased <laughs> them to go together, and I just remember like. Our group of friends were so, so different. Now that you kind of have... Now that we've
0: been talking for 30 minutes. Now
1: that you have an idea of who we are, how we know each other, our life in general, basically what's all that you have to know now is how did we get here? What led us to this exact moment? Right. So, I have to say it was three years
0: ago, I think. Yeah. It was either like two three four somewhere i I don't think it was two i think it was three
1: or four years ago yeah
0: so i think i texted you yeah because i think i was the one that was like let's do a podcast
1: yes yeah and i remember being like uh okay (laughs) yeah okay because we always did that like we would have an idea one Mm -hmm. of us would present it and the other one would say okay we'll do it like we've never said no to an idea however we've also never stuck Follow through. The follow through is what I struggle with. (laughs) Yeah.
0: I'm like idea queen. Like I right now, on the top of my brain, I could probably tell you seven different ideas I want to do and accomplish during my life. Yeah. The follow through is where I struggle. For sure. And definitely the first step, which is what happened with us in the podcast before. Right. Is we just never came around to the first step and actually like doing it. Yeah.
1: I remember going to your apartment and having this idea. We had a name. We had a notebook. We had a notebook. <laughs> like, you know, the things that you think you need. And we we had no idea what we were going to talk about. Mm-hmm. We just knew that this was something we were going to do. It was the same thing before,
0: too, is that we knew
1: the conversations we were having
0: were things people would relate to and things that some people would like be needing to hear.
1: Yeah. I remember, like, going home, we created an email. We were like, this is going to be so good. Mm -hmm. And then, literally, we're like, okay, on Monday, we're going to record an episode. Yeah, like, a day later. And here we are, like, months into this process. Right. And we were like, so we were going to record. And that was going to be how that was going to be. And we ended up canceling. Oh, not even that. We ended up going to take photos. Like our own <laughs> our own headshots, which like looking back on that too, with yikes. a tripod in the middle of like traffic. Yeah. Like, people just driving by. Yep. Yeah. And we were like
0: the we makeup. set it up
1: on a a brick wall and like <laughs> painted our faces on thinking that was going to make us feel our very best oh yeah and we started taking these pictures and I was like should I wear my glasses on or should I take my glasses off like what would be more on brand and (laughs) looking back on it none of that mattered because that's not why we even wanted to get into doing a podcast that is a whole indicator too that we weren't ready sitting
0: there thinking like should I tuck my shirt in? Should I untuck my shirt? Should I fix my glasses? That just shows that self esteem wise yeah. and self worth wise, I don't think we were ready either. Yeah. Because sure. we couldn't even be comfortable just taking a picture as ourselves. Right. And owning up to who we are. Yeah. Where now we feel a little bit awkward because we're in a busy place with people around. Yeah. But we don't feel awkward as ourselves right. in just presenting who we are. I would take a picture with you with no makeup and I don't care. Right. That just shows growth of self. Worth yeah, over and the
1: time, I think one of the things that I just reflect on, and I'm so glad we captured it, was when we took those photos. We were we were so self conscious, mm-hmm. like we were caring about things that, looking back on it, do not matter. Right, they don't determine our value. They don't determine our abilities. But we were, I I know I can speak for myself, was obsessed about it. Yeah, and then I think about when we started diving into this passion project and. I can call it that now because of how much passion we've put into it. Right. And we were like, okay, let's just try to get some photos together, like mm-hmm. doing them on our own. And we went to a coffee shop that was pretty busy at the time. Right. Especially for being COVID, it was pretty busy. And we tried to take photos by like using a laptop as a holder for a phone <laughs> on a purse like and we were like Wait, these we are... use your pop socket to hang the yeah. phone on the laptop which you thought of that <laughs> ingenious but we ended up taking these pictures and we loved them like everything about them just reflected we are our very best selves because mm-hmm. we are who we are meant to be and I think too when we were taking those pictures
0: I was more self-conscious about the people around us watching to see what we were doing just because I had never experienced something like that before. But I was not, and I still am not, self-conscious about the way the pictures turn out or how I presented myself. Yeah. Not once did it go through my mind, oh, is somebody going to judge the way my hair looks? Is somebody going to judge if I have a double chin in this picture? Like, that's not something that went through my brain and that's something that I've done so much work on over the past couple of years where previously... I would have let that destroy me. And if somebody Mm -hmm. commented something nasty, I probably would have cried for days. Where now I'm just, I know who I am, I know what I'm worth, and I think that that's built so much. And I think that contributes to
1: why we're ready now. Yeah, absolutely. One of the, like, last things to consider of how we got here was we truly have taken this on As something that isn't going to last a week, it's not going to last three episodes, it is going to be something that we pour into Mm -hmm. and because it fills our cup. It is not something that is taking time away from things we want to be doing. This is what we want to be doing. We've been meeting like every week for how many months now, developing this. and. Every time we meet, we're like, okay, and this is what we need to be doing and manifesting to get to the next spot. And because we've changed our mentality into it has to be perfect, we have to be perfect, or it's not happening, we've moved so far away from that 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 is how we got ready for today and how we got ready for this very first episode. Right, I agree. One of the big things I think about a lot is what do we want this to be?
0: Yeah, I definitely think about that too. And I, th- the first thing that comes to my mind is previously, I didn't really know what I wanted my life to look like. And I, it's sad to say, but like I didn't think I deserved like this big, beautiful life that I could create. I actually didn't even think that that was possible. But I think the biggest thing that I see with this is just the first step in me creating a life that I have control over and that I can make beautiful and I can tell my own story and I think that that's the biggest thing I want to take from it is just like what you said like pouring into my cup and just fueling my soul and doing something that makes me happy and makes me feel like I have purpose yeah whether it reaches one person or if it reaches a thousand people and it resonates with them I think that that just it gives me purpose is what I'm trying to say
1: yeah and I think for me when I think about this project and I think about where we were three years ago, I was just so, I guess, envious of everyone else's life. Mm -hmm. But I don't know what I was so envious of. I just think I was making excuses for why I wasn't living the life I really wanted. Right. And I think my biggest purpose for doing this podcast and having this kind of a platform to just talk and have conversations is I want someone listening to know that like there is nothing to be envious of like you are in charge of the life you create Mm -hmm. and whether you start it today you start it tomorrow or you start it a month from now like you have all the opportunities you need to do what is going to fulfill you just as much as this is fulfilling us exactly I'm so glad that we kind of pushed away from those ideas of we're not good enough we're not ready we mm-hmm. don't have the skill one of the funniest things about this is we were sitting at the playground and addison was playing <laughs> we went on amazon and ordered a speaker we're like this is the first step <laughs> that speaker. that's the, speaker. the thing,
0: that's a thing i've heard before um like making one percent changes mm-hmm in your life is over time 1% just keeps adding up and then you have this whole percent that your life has changed and it was just all these small steps So that's the biggest thing is when you have an idea in your head of a goal you want to do it doesn't mean you have to do it today but if you take a small step every single day towards it which right. we've been doing like whether it's writing a bio for something one day and then the next day we order a microphone and then the day after that we just create an email like every day or every right. few days we were taking these little tiny steps Mm -hmm. But we knew that over time they were all going to add up and it was going to have a final product. But if you don't, like if you just look at the goal as this big, huge, scary thing that you'll never accomplish. Right. You're never going to get there. You need to just pick a small part of it and go after it
1: and get it done. Right. What has helped us the most is having that accountability partner. You hold me accountable and I hold you accountable. And if someone out there needs an accountability person, like we are here for you. You verbalize to us what your goals are what you want to do in your life what you have passion for and we will be that accountability person for you because we know how valuable it is to have someone in your corner Mm -hmm. on the days that you say like I don't know if I can do this exactly so
0: yeah I think it ties back to like when you speak it 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 also motivates you as well it's like we can talk about all these things and hopefully motivate some of the audience listening. But also, as I say these things to you and we have these conversations, it just reiterates to myself, mm-hmm. you know, to Absolutely. keep going after my goals because it's so easy to lose sight of that. But if you're continuously talking about it and having the conversations or even just listening to people who are having the conversations, it just kind of motivates you to keep continuing on with your
1: goals and your dreams. For sure. Yeah. I think that's where we're headed. We are yeah. headed... In a place where we are gonna share our downfalls. We're going to share the times when we didn't know if we were made for this. We're gonna share our challenges, but we're also gonna share our, our successes mm-hmm. and what we've learned and we wanna hear from you. What are the things that, you know, you were challenged and you're facing and yeah. you're taking those one percent steps and Hopefully, through this podcast, you are going to have... You're going to walk away with two best friends right that you can relate to. You can reach out to. And we're going to be your cheerleader. Right. Because we need to be our own cheerleaders. Right. And I think in addition to that, too, is like... Being
0: able to talk about things that people are uncomfortable with. Or people are scared to talk about. I think that that's something really unique that we could bring to the table as well as like we want to know what people are interested in hearing about or like hot topics that you know maybe people aren't hearing about other places like I think that being open and being open and honest about topics that might be
1: hard to talk about is something that is really needed yeah we just and I think one of the things we were always talking about was like that we have so many questions, mm-hmm. but we don't know if it's weird to ask those questions oh or God, if it's not right to ask those questions. And I think we are at a point where we are going to ask those questions, and hopefully, they're the questions that you've always wondered. But you're like, can I ask that? Am I yeah. allowed to ask that? Everyone else knows that. Shouldn't I know that? And you're gonna discover like there, whether it be something funny or something really serious, like we are going to find things out and learn about things that like we should have probably been asking earlier, but we're here now. Yeah. And like just an outlet for open
0: conversations.
1: Yeah, for sure. I'm super excited to see where this goes and I'm thrilled that we are here and we are doing episode one of a very, very detailed story. And (laughs) I just, cannot wait to see what is yet to come so i did post on the
0: instagram asking for questions yeah that we can answer in this intro podcast episode and we covered two of them which was the memories together Mm -hmm. and how we became friends so there's two more questions that i thought were really good okay um the first one was where do you hope that you are in five years. So I don't know if this is specific to like, where do we hope the podcast is in five years? Because I think part of manifesting is having a plan for that. Yeah. Or is it individually based? Like
1: where do you see yourself in five years? Take it how you want and then go with it. If I would take it the first way of where do I see this podcast? I am manifesting that this turns into something that unites people and Mm -hmm. that kind of breaks down barriers between people who are struggling and people who have questions and people who are looking for a friend and i think in five years i want to have a community that is building each other up right um i think personally i hope that in five years i am i will be let's change (laughs) that i will be doing things that are going to contribute to the life I want to live. Like education obviously is a passion of mine and I hope that that continues to be a forefront in my life mm-hmm. and that I keep doing work for because I do think that there are big things to come in education and I want to be a voice in that movement for what kids deserve. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think both podcast and personally, I will be in a spot where I am a part of something that motivates people and helps people grow. Right. I think
0: for myself, in five years, I currently have this very vivid picture of what I want my life to look like. So I think in five years from now, I will be just doing all of the things that I need to be doing that contribute to this picture. So I just, I see myself waking up every day and being able to live a life that's full of creativity. Like I get to do art. I get to create different content. I get to create, you know, whatever comes to my mind. I have the the free time and I have the capacity to be able to do these things because I think constantly I have ideas that come to my mind of projects that I wanna pursue, but I just also feel like I never have the time or the energy. So I think in five years from now, I will have the time and I will have the energy to just have an idea come to my head and be able to start right then and there and get, you know, what I have inside me out into the world. Mm -hmm. And then for the podcast, I think that in five years from now, we will definitely have created a beautiful community of people who just share love with each other and just show the world that it's okay to be different but to come together and share our ideas and our thoughts and that it's okay to have conversations. I think for so long people have struggled on having conversations about difficult topics or even conversations about struggling, conversations about mental health. And I just think that the more these conversations happen and we bring them up and are okay mm-hmm. with talking about them, even if we might be wrong, Right. I think it will just really contribute to a community just – Full of people who love each other and support each other. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's what the world needs, and I think that we're we're starting a movement there. I don't know I what sure I'm saying. So. I'm done.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. I'm rambling. now. Love enough. it. All I right, just want peace and love. Peace <laughs> and love. And then um, the last question we had oh, yeah. from our um, Instagram poll, which. Please, if there's something you want to talk about and you want to be a part of that conversation, let us know.
0: Yeah, for sure. Like, obviously, we want to talk about things that we like to talk about. But more importantly, like, we want to talk about things people want to know about. Yeah. Absolutely. So if you guys have ideas or things that you're going through, things you're struggling with, we want to talk about them. Mm-hmm. So yeah, send us a, a message if, you're, if you want. Like, we'll keep you anonymous. Yeah. Comment, whatever. We're obviously open to it. Second question that we got on Instagram. So the other question was, if you had one piece of advice for younger you, Mm. what would
1: it be? And I love, love, love this question. This hits me in the feels because I think about it often. Being in education, I look at these kids who I was. I was in their shoes. And the one piece of advice that would really target a lot of the things I struggled with when I was younger was... Be kind to yourself. Mm -hmm. I held myself to super high expectations, whether it be what I looked like physically, how I acted, how I felt, how I should feel. Some of the unkindest things I've ever said are the things I've said to myself.
0: Right. I can agree with that.
1: If I could go back, I would obviously hashtag COVID elbow bump myself (laughs) and say, be kind to yourself. Like, you are doing... Your very best. Your very best doesn't need to look like someone else's very best. Right. Love who you are right now. And you're going to love the journey you're on when you get to a point where you are kind to yourself. (laughs) Because now I'm at a point in my life where I am, through growth and through conversations that we've had, I've learned that, like, being kind to myself gets me to the goals that I have rather than tearing myself apart. Exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. definitely what I would say.
0: I love that. I guess mine might be kind of similar, but we're, we're like the same, so. For real. <laughs> um, but if I had to give any advice to my younger self, I think that it would be just not to dim your light and just kind of share your light with the world instead. I've kind of been a pushover type of person, at like a people pleaser. I just always want, I always want everyone to just feel happy and content and I never want to hurt anybody. So I think a lot of times growing up, and even now, once in a while, yeah, I feel like I dim myself down to yeah. make other people comfortable. And I just wish that I knew growing up like how important it is to just be light and share that and share your love with people and how much that's needed. Because I think that I just never really saw that or appreciated
1: it. Right. I think that that's what I would say. Yeah, I think that is exactly what other people probably need to hear. Because yeah. I needed to hear it so many times that, like, you don't need to make yourself dim down. You don't like need to less. make yourself smaller. Like, you are who you are meant to be. Mm-hmm. And if someone doesn't like it, you're not a donut. You can't yeah. please everybody. So. I think it's also really hard when you're growing up, um, or even,
0: like, your your early 20s. I feel like you're still developing your mindset but i think it's really hard to grasp that sometimes when you have a really strong light that sometimes that bothers people For and sure. i think when you're in that age range you don't understand that because mm-hmm. now looking back i see that like people are bothered by someone who is like constantly happy or
1: mm-hmm. that's
0: like always looking at the bright side right but in the in that moment i didn't realize that
1: yeah I think when you think about it over and over and over again, you don't really owe anybody anything. Mm -hmm. You owe yourself a whole lot. Right. And you really, really do deserve the very best that you can give yourself. If you have people in your life who don't really understand that and don't understand the light that you give out and they don't understand the kindness you deserve... I'm not so sure that they're the good fit. Exactly. So in in that age range too, it's like you would
0: rather dim yourself down and keep relationships and your friends Mm -hmm. than make any type of wave in your life because you're going through so much change mentally, physically, like whatever the case is, that it's like why add another change? Mm -hmm. Like your life could be so different if you would have just like like separate yourself from negative people or people who don't appreciate you and find people that do yeah like it's it's not that big of a deal to cut off the people that aren't providing you with growth
1: right and i think about it in like the most blunt way possible we could have been three years into a podcast right if we didn't want to dim our light and treat ourselves with the kindness we deserve right
0: because ultimately it was the inner nasty self-talk yeah that was like you can't do this yeah, You're not good enough for this. People won't like it. People yeah, are going to judge you. Yeah, like you have nothing to say. You yeah. have nothing to share with people. Because those were all very real things that were going on in my head, at least. Yeah, absolutely. Was what, you're crazy. Why would you even, why would you even think
1: that you could do this? Right. It's like those quiet moments when that inner mean girl is her very loudest. Yes. And we're not here for it anymore. Right. She can pack her bags and go somewhere else because... Yeah. We got big things to do. We do. We got goals. Yes, we do. We got goals. They're multiplying. (laughs) Love it. So, um, I think that wraps up our first official episode. I know. I don't even know what to do. (laughs) We have been so excited for this, so nervous for this, and I am just so, so happy we're here i know all right so well that wraps up episode one of chit chat and cold brew and i'm so excited i can't believe it we did it this has just been such a long time coming
0: i just feel so proud of us yeah for finally just saying let's do it yeah and doing
1: it yes all right friends thank you for hanging out with us we hope you had as much fun as we did if you are loving what we're brewing Follow us over
0: on Instagram at chitchat.coldbrew. All mentioned links will be in the episode
1: show notes. Come chat with us in the comment section on Instagram. We'd love to hear your thoughts on the episode. As always, thank you for vibing with us.